Welcome everyone, and we're still with the Korean fairy tales, the visit of the man of God. In the 33rd year of Mal-Yok of the Mings, AD 1605, being the year also of the reign of Sonmyul, in the seventh moon, a great rain fell. Such a rain had not been seen since the founding of the dynasty. Before the rain came on, a man of Kangwon province was cutting wood on the hillside. While thus engaged, an angel in golden armour, riding on a white horse and carrying a spear, came down to him from heaven. His appearance was most dazzling, and the woodman, looking at him, recognised him as a man of God, also as a Buddhist priest carrying a staff, came down in his train. The priest's appearance, too, was very remarkable. The man of God stopped his horse and seemed to be talking with the priest, while the woodcutter, alarmed by the great sight, hid himself among the trees. The man of God seemed to be very angry for some reason or other, raised his spear, and, pointing to the four winds, said, I shall flood all the earth from such a point to such a point, and destroy the inhabitants thereof. The priest, following cry, and prayed him to desist, saying, This will mean utter destruction to mortals. Please let thy wrath rest on me. As he prayed thus earnestly, the man of God again said, Then shall I limit it to such and such places? Will that do? But the priest prayed more earnestly still, till the man replied emphatically, I have lessened the punishment more than a half already on your account. I can do no more. Though the priest prayed still, the man of God refused him. So at last, he submissively said, Thy will be done. They ended this and both departed, passing away through the upper air into heaven. The two had talked for a long time, but the distance being somewhat great between them and the woodman, he did not hear distinctly all that was said. He went home, however, in great haste, and with his wife and family, made his escape, and from that day the rain began to fall. In it, Mount Otai collapsed. The earth beneath it sank until it came a vast lake. All the inhabitants were destroyed, and the woodcutter alone made his escape. That's the end of that one, guys. Very interesting indeed. The next Korean fairy tale is called Cursed by the Snake. Ha Yun graduated in the year 1396 and became magistrate of Anak County. He built many pavilions in and about his official place of residence where people might rest. As he went about his district, seeing the farmers busy, he wrote many songs and verses to encourage them in the work. He became later a royal censor, and King Taeyong commended him, saying, Well done! good and faithful servant. 
and later he became Chief Justice. He cleared out the public officers of all disreputable officials, made the court clean. When he had leisure, it was his habit to dress in ceremonial garb, burn incense, sit at attention, and write prayer verses the livelong day. When he was young, once, in the court of Crown Prince, he wrote a verse which was commented upon thus, Beautiful writing, beautiful thought, truly a treasure. He was a great student and a great inquirer, and grateful and lovable as a friend. He stood in as a boy under the patriot Chung Mong Ju, and was upright and pure in all his ways. His object was to become as one of the ancients, and so he followed truth and encouraged men in the study of the sacred books. He used to awake at first, cock crow of the morning, wash, dress, and never lay aside his book. On his right were pictures, on his left were books, and he happy between. He rose to be Prime Minister, actually. And anyway, the story does go. The old family seat of Prince Hyun was in the county of Keumchon. He was a famous Minister of State in the days of peace and prosperity, and used frequently to find rest and leisure in his summer house in this same county. It was a large and well-ordered mansion, and was occupied by his children for many years after his death. The people of that county used to tell a very strange story of her and his prosperity, which runs thus. He had a place in an upper room, a large crock that was used to hold flour. One day one of the servants, wishing to get some flour from the jar, lifted the lid, when suddenly from the depths of its huge, this snake made its appearance. The serpent startled, fell back in great alarm, and then went and told the master what had happened. The master sent his men slaves, and had the jar brought down. They broke it open and let out a huge, awful-looking snake, such as one had never been seen before. Several of the servants joined in with clubs and killed the brute. They then piled wood on it and set it afire to the hole. Vile fumes arose and filled the house, from the fumes, all the people of the place died, leaving no one behind to represent the family. Others who entered the house died also, so that the place became cursed and was left in desolation. A little later, a mysterious fire broke out and burnt up the remaining buildings, leaving only the vacant site. To this day, the place is known as Haunted and no one ventures to build upon it. The end. Another interesting fairy tale. The next is The Man of the Road. In the Manchu War of, thir- of 1636, the people of Seol rushed off in crowds to make their escape. One party of them came suddenly upon a great force of the enemy, armed and mounted. The hills and valleys seemed full of them. There was no possible way of escape. What to do, they knew not. In the midst of their perplexity, they suddenly saw someone sitting peacefully in the main roadway just in front. Underneath a pine tree, quite unconcerned, he had dismounted from his horse, 
which a servant held, was standing close by. A screen of several yards of cotton cloth was hanging up just before him, as if to shield him from the dust of the passing army. The people who were making their escape came up to this stranger, said imploringly, We are all doomed to die. What shall we do? The mysterious, the mysterious stranger said, Why should you die? And why are you so frightened? Sit down by me and see the barbarians go by. The people, perceiving his mind so composed and his appearance devoid of fear, and they having no way of escape, did as he bid them and sat down. The cavalry of the enemy moved by in great numbers, killing everyone they met, not a single person escaping. But when they reached the place where the magician sat, they went by without, apparently, seeing anything. Thus they continued till the evening, when all had passed by. The stranger and the people with him sat the day throughout, without any arm overtaking them, even though they were in the midst of the enemy's camp, as it were. At last, awaking to the fact that he was possessor of some wonderful magic, they all with one accord came and bowed before him, asking his name and his place of residence. He made no answer, however, but mounted his beautiful horse and rode swiftly away, no one being able to overtake him. The day following the party fell in with a man who had been captured, but had made his escape. They asked if he had seen anything special the day before, and he said, When I followed the barbarian army, passing such and such a point, indicating the place where the magician had sat with the people, we skirted great walls and perceptuous rocks, against which no one could move. So we passed by. Thus were the few yards of cotton cloth metamorphosed before the eyes of the passers-by. The end. Wow, that's some very good magic indeed. Thank you for listening to these Korean fairy tales. I hope you enjoy them and many blessings.